Welcome in to This Week in Missouri Politics Midweek Update. <coughs> I'm Scott Fawn. Uh, you are in for some outstanding hillbilly advice here on uh, on this terrific Wednesday, middle of town, uh, down live from downtown Jeff City. Gonna got all kinds of stuff to share with you today. You're gonna get some hillbilly advice. It'll never steer you wrong. You ain't gotta worry about it. And for those that I've already had some folks ask, this is my old Neelyville High School baseball hat. Uh, absolutely, it's got the NT on it from back in the day. Dominant uh, members of the Ozark Foothills Conference. Um, Stein of Knowledge Week with my friend Candace, long lost friend Candace. She's from Chicago. She is infected. Yes, she has the problem, but she's not a bad person. Give, give, try to give her a little slack. Uh, this is, she got this Stein where you get all good Steins at a flea market. Uh, it's got the old traditional German stuff here on here. <clears throat> it's even got the uh, German wording. I love it. Old news, Matt, <clears throat> Matt, um, Matt McFarland. New ace reporters breaking. Doug Ritchie's going to run for speaker, but not against Dean Plotter. He's not mounting a coup against Muscogee. He's uh, going to run, and um, he's going to he's going to run for the session after this one. So it'll be the twenty five twenty six general assembly. Um, conservative guy, Kansas City area. He probably will have a competition if um, John Patterson wins that floor leader race. It's an unconventional strategy. Usually, you run for floor leader or speaker pro tem and make that jump. Usually, for floor leader, but. He's going to try to make the jump from uh, uh, not being leadership to leadership. And uh, uh, be interesting to see how the race unfolds. He's got a lot of friends, very few negatives. Uh, got a couple of legislative accomplishments. Um, and, I, you know, be, he'll, he'll put up a serious race because I think he'll have time to work it. He'll do it. I'm showing you, shout out to Lincoln Huff, revolutionary foreman. I was up last night reading scriptures too late. And uh, you fi- I get this uh, hydration multiplier called liquid IV. Great stuff. Pick it up at Walgreens, Amazon. You put it in a bottle of water like this. You shake that dude up. Pop it out. Good stuff. Liquid Ivy. Shout out to Lincoln Huff. Thank you for the thank you for the prescription. For this, uh, pop you back to life in no time. I'll tell you what else will pop you back to life. You come to Jeff City, right? You got a conference. You come to Jeff City for a summer meeting. You come to Jeff City because you wanna you you got your legislator. You wanna you wanna take the kids to see the governor mansion or whatever. And you don't want to bring them to that crappy apartment you have because it sucks. And you don't want your wife and children to actually sleep there. Take the courtyard by the look. You're going to look like the hookup. You're going to be the guy that knows what's up. You're going to be the guy. They're going to be like, man, my dad's important because he puts us here. Other people's families are over one of the crummier hotels. You're going to, you're going to be at the, you're going to be at the, at the convention being like, wow, which hell is that? So the courtyard. Oh, wow. The other, the other wives, the other husbands, the other children be like, wow, thanks mom, dad. You, you suck. You stuck us at this crummy place with cockroaches while you got your family at the courtyard by Marriott. It's where you want to stay. Let's get into the, let's get into some more news. You'll want to read, um, you're going to want to read uh, my column. We're going to go through it here. You may have been wondering why I've been, why I've been tweeting about, <clears throat> well, I guess, how do I say this? My mama watches this. Glory holes? Well, it's a long story, but I'll tell you. I was on with Ray Hartman telling him this story. Folks, we got a problem in Missouri. Just seriously, between you and me, we we've had these foreigners that have been crossing the river, coming over our borders. They're they're really just bad hombres. I mean, they cost taxpayers thousands of dollars a day. They make schools have to cut back on resources they could be offering our kids to to take to deal with these illegal not illegal aliens, these alien folks. 
They're a drain on every aspect of society. I'm not talking about Mexicans. I'm talking about these soft hands East Coast lawyers. East Coast lawyers are the problem that so much of the state has. And so I think what we should do, I have not heard where they got across the river at. We need a wall, folks. We need a wall. We need a wall on the Mississippi River to keep all the East Coast lawyers from coming in. It's, it really is an amazing phenomenon to see these people. They're just vermin parasites. And here's their wreck. This one's called the Southeastern Legal Foundation. They're all alike. We've all met that guy from the East Coast. He's smarter than us, right? And, you know, he wears the cufflinks. Uh, just, just an annoying uppity something. All of them the same way. So the Southeastern Legal Foundation is what these folks are. They come in, and what they do is they send an email out to their, they'll, they'll type an email out to their uh, donors and say, oh, look at all these rubes out here in the Midwest. We've got to help them. They're so stupid. They can't get by. We're going to help. We're going to go sue them and enlighten them and help them out with stuff, right? Now, how many times have you seen these Coast lawyers ever come here to help any of us? I ain't never seen it once. Actually, I tell you what. One of the lawyers, there was two East Coast boys that did come here one time at Lewis and Clark, and they actually helped out a little bit. And they were so damn grateful we built the statue to him in St. Charles. Big statue down by the river. And that's the last two. The last guy from the East that ever came here to help us was Lewis and Clark. These boys ain't Lewis and Clark, let me tell you. So they typed an email to their donors. Oh, give me money, give me money, give me money. We're going to go enlighten all the rubes out in the Midwest. We're going to go help these poor, dumb rubes get by. Well, and then they come here, and instead of helping us, they sue us. They sue for everything. Uh, 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 endless lawsuits. Good Lord, you'd think there was an ambulance convention in town. I mean, them damn folks come and pack the place out. So now they're harassing schools. And look, I, I, I get you. I understand. Schools have had, a, had some knocks. Somehow the whole COVID thing, I think, ended up settling on schools, right? And I'll be honest, I didn't want my son to mask hell. I thought that was a ridiculous damn thing I ever heard of. But at some, like, when they quit doing it, move on. Some folks, it's like Jeff Foxworthy telling, here's your sign jokes in 2022, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like hammer pants. You don't wear hammer pants. It's like tight rolling your jeans. There was an era, not really in Butler County, but in, in up in your more fans, like, like St. Francis County. They would tight roll their jeans. And, you know, it was okay in the 90s. Well, it's not the 90s anymore. You quit. It's, it's, bang on schools was all the rage. I get it. I understand. And, and, I, and I, I'll be honest. Some of it I agree with. I, I, won't, I won't say it was all made up. But stop tight rolling your pants. And stop messing with schools. Schools are the days of picking on schools are done. Time it's time just to move on to the next thing, right? Well, some folks have a hard time letting go. So uh, here we are. So we get into these legal foundation boys. So they, they come out and sue. Then they go back to their their East Coast door and say, "Look what we did. We enlightened all these stupid groups. Give us more money. Give me more money. More money. More money. More money. More money." And East Coast people, you know the. You know, your third, fourth generation of money, they'll give to these folks to come help us, enlighten us. Well, good Lord. I mean, they act like we're mediocre. So they, they act like they're Sally Struthers and we're starving to them. As you can tell, I ain't starving a while. I, I don't think anybody else wants these folks around. So I, I kind of get to figuring this out. Right? So I was just thinking about this old boy. One of them was whining about Carthage somewhere to me. And I'm like, you know, I've been to Carthage many times. What a beautiful courthouse square they have there, downtown in Carthage. Terrific parade. Absolutely breathtaking parade day there. So, what's old boy today? What's hot? Keep outside, it's hot. I mean, it's hot. Old boy's swinging a hammer today, right? Now, keep in mind, ain't nobody in the East Coast gives a damn about this old boy. They just want to see how much, how much that little Prius crap can make, um, 
uh, can run gas up on this guy. They don't give a damn about this guy. But there's an old boy swinging a hammer today, right? And he's he's from Carthage, and he liked Carthage High School. He's a Carthage Tiger. And he's uh, he and his wife both graduated from Carthage. He sees nothing wrong with it. He pays he pays uh, he pays property tax, probably more than he wants to. Keep Carthage High School looking good for his kids that go in there. He thinks he get a good education. He's happy. He's happy in school. He'd probably pay a few less tax, but couldn't we all? This old boy's out working today, right? And this East Coast lawyer comes in to sue his school. So he can go to his other East Coast donors and say, oh, look what we did for these folks. Give me money. So they, he, this old boy's working. And what happens is these folks cost the school money, right? Now, so they can't buy, they can't pay teachers. Maybe they have to cut one of the math teachers go. So kids go from having 15, 16 kids in a class to 25, 28 in a class. And you see, if there is a law, there's a law of diminishing effect, right? You can't teach 28 kids as much time as you can teach 16, 15, 16 kids. Maybe they can't buy new football helmets. Maybe they can't buy chalkboard. I don't know what schools need, but I figure they don't need to be paying extra lawyer bills. So they have to cut back on stuff to pay for the foreigners, right? That's not across the river. The harasses. At some point, he's gonna, the school's either going to have to cut back, or they have to go to this old boy and say, hey, "Well, the Carthage Tigers need your help. We need a little extra, a little extra money. Dig your wallet. Give us a little extra property tax money." Now, how many minutes today in the 102 degree heat you think that old boy wants to work to pay for some some bitch East Coast lawyer to harass his school? Really? See, everybody in this game wins. The East Coast lawyers win because they get money. Oh, give me money. Give me money. The East Coast donors, all those poor rubes, will get money. Um, really, frankly, the school lawyers, the folks the schools have to hire, those lawyers probably win, just to be candid with you. You don't win, didn't pull the stock knowledge in. Stock knowledge never does you wrong. You don't win, the little boy's going to hammer. He don't get jack shit out of this, except he has to work harder, longer, and pay more money. Everybody in this game's a winner, except that old boy. And I tell you, I have just about no damn time for the clients. Just no damn time for them. So these old boys are especially special brand of some bitches. So I get to look at into this, and I'm gonna tell you. You wanna? I, I give you a good. You wanna help Billy Beach advice? I'm gonna give you. One. I got before I can make this. I gotta pull big side of knowledge and remind you: courtyard by Marriott's where you wanna be. Don't come here and stay at some flea bag place. It sucks. State Campbell's a fine place. To bring your family. Bring them to the right hotel. Courtyard by Marriott, the newest hotel in town. Pull off that sign of knowledge. So um, let me give you a little hillbilly piece of advice. You can write this down because this is just as true as the day is long. You know how you can spot a lawyer who talks about education reform. The one you can you can spot one that's serious, and you can smell the bullshit rolling off their breath with one simple test. When they talk about the expansion of liberalism in education. If they don't mention the word charter schools, they're full of shit. Full of shit. The charter schools are, have a good purpose. There's a good reason for them. I get it. That's they're fine things for the cities and you know, whatever the cities. I mean, you know, people say that stuff anyway. So whatever they need to do. But there ain't if you think liberalism in regular school is bad, regular football player, cheerleader, regular Carthage Tiger school is bad. And I'm not saying there ain't times it is. I think there's been a couple times I've seen. Where, I mean, you got something as huge as the Missouri school system. You're going to have a few folks send an email out. You're going to have someone hire consultant. There's going to be, there's always going to be problems to address. There's no, and people that tell you that everything's perfect, the, the system's too big to be perfect. 
be like saying the state of Missouri is government's perfect. It's not perfect either. There's all kinds of things that happen in there. Yet it's a constant purification process. And, and just with the knowledge, you're never going to get to purity. But if the, there are things in schools, but the liberalism in the charter schools is so incredibly overwhelming, you can't even imagine. And so you can smell the bullshit. If they got the balls to talk about the charter schools and the record, then okay. Then I think you sit down and listen to that fellow. But when you ain't got the balls to talk about the main problem because you're getting donor, you get donor money from them, come on now. Come on now. That is the most city lawyer bullshit. And if you fall for it, you ain't you ain't can't call yourself a true Missouri. You, look, I understand if you're just on the grift and you're you're selling out for you want but don't don't lie to yourself. Lie to Facebook and Twitter. Don't lie to yourself. You know what you are. Um so anyhow, this old boy, he's uh uh, he's having to work harder to pay for this legal racket from the Salvation Legal Foundation. Now, let me tell you, these are just a special brand of some bitches. Let me just tell you, these old boys, <laughs> I got to think how I can say this. Uh, my mama happens to be watching. They, um, <laughs> the guy that ran it, uh, he would go and he would, he'd go to down the, the Chattahoochee River. You know that Alan Jackson song, Yonder in the Chattahoochee? Well, the hoochie-coochie part, he didn't, I don't think he was too interested in. He would go and he would take in the bathroom. He got a bunch of bathrooms throughout the state park there. And he drill holes in the stall, right? And from the police report, I kind of read that he was um, getting on Craigslist, which for those of you that are younger, it was like grinder, except like, it was like, it was like classified ads mixed with grinder, basically. Um, so you put up there, I get, you know, I'd like to meet a woman, a man, whatever your preference was. Well, he put up on there, he'd like to invite old boys in his stall. And they'd come in and they'd kind of, oh, um, um, they'd come in and they'd be, and he'd put their privates through the hole. And this old boy would, would work on them and, you know, take care of them, for lack of a better word. Um, and he got caught. And so, um, he got caught doing this. So instead of firing him, you know what them folks did? They, hell, they promoted it. They gave him more money. Um, gave him a raise. Then they caught him again, he finally went on. So I'm just like, these, these clowns. So the, then the question comes to me is, who, is, who invited these goofs to Missouri? And I think I found out who. And you, and now I'm gonna save it for next week. You know, news business, you gotta string it out a bit. You know, he, you don't put the whole, there's, there's a reason they have, once you come back and watch TV next week, you, you, yeah, part two of the story. Um, but these, these sickles and clowns, I think I know who brought them here. Now, can you imagine bringing a group of folks whose claim to fame is drilling holes in public bathrooms, putting your privates through them, and, and performing oral accent? They weren't talking to them, let me just tell you that. Now, can you imagine some old boy bringing them folks to Missouri and invite them to have something to do with schools, with little kids? My God, my God, I can't imagine. I would hate to be the old boy, the skinny little Greitens lover in the attorney general's office when Eric Schmidt, who was, Eric's a big old boy, I mean, hell. When Eric Schmidt finds out who did this on his payroll, <laughs> hell, you probably, you probably see some skinny Greitens lover shot out the window of the, of the Supreme Court building. I, I, I think everybody's going to be glad Eric's always on the first floor because, I mean, hell, I'd hate to be the old boy when he finds out. Eric's a big guy. And he's real slow to hang. I mean, Eric, Eric really don't have a temper. 
by God, if he ever got one, he can clear the house with someone. I can't imagine what would have been. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say justice. Whenever he finds out next week, you know, <coughs> Justin Smith, whenever he finds out who did this, I can't even imagine what's going to happen. I mean, it, it's just a damnest thing. Inviting sex perverts from out of state and and specifically pointing them towards schools? Oh, my God. I can't imagine. So I'm going to find out when these old boys are in Columbia, and we're going to maybe put some flyers out. Look, here's just the old, let me pull you a sign now. Busy buddy. If you're in Boone County where this court case is, and there's an odd-looking hole in the bathroom stall, don't look in it. Don't look in it. You might get your eye put out. Don't look in it. Report it to the authorities. You know, don't, don't, don't. It could be, you know, don't touch it with your bare skin. Just report it to the authorities. They're going to want to know about this. So, sign of knowledge. You know how to spot, we know how to spot bullshit about education. And don't look at any holes, freshly drilled holes in bathroom cells in Boone County. Well, till, till, I, mean, I bet you till Eric can get these old boys out of here and clean the place up. Um, Sunday on the show, oh, last thing. They're just modern-day Jayhawkers. That's what they are. They're just modern-day Jayhawkers, and they're led by the Jayhawkers invaded from the West. These folks come from the East. Just like the Jayhawkers are led by, it's kind of funny, uh, U.S. Senator from Kansas, James Henry Lane, who was also... A lawyer. And as Paul Harvey would say, now you know the rest of the story. We'll be back uh, Sunday from Warrensburg. We're going to have Greg Razor on. If you're like me and your heart is soft toward people that are vulnerable, like folks in the transgender community, but you really would like to just un have understanding, but it, it seems unfair, frankly, for girls to play boys' sport, boys to play girls' sport, biological, and you just, you actually want to just learn about it without a bunch of the hyperbole from like Twitter and stuff. Watch the show. And Mark Alford running for Congress. Folks may not know a lot about him. We're going to know more about him after Sunday. We'll see you Sunday on TV on This Week in Missouri Politics.